I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Annie Fry Show YouTube live chat poll of the day is sponsored by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. Right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. Don't get me wrong, I love the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. This is the Annie Fry Show. Well, this is Ryan filling in for the great Annie Frey. Is that how you pronounce that? Annie, Annie. Uh, let me know on Twitter at Radio Wiggins. Uh, I am Ryan Wiggins filling in <laughs> for the Annie Fry Show. So bad. Yep, yep. Uh, Brad's here. Ethan is here. It's, I guess it's the Manny Fry Show since there are none of the ladies in the room. And all the dudes. And all the dudes. They're... So uh, we found out about. Oh, an hour, maybe hour and a half yeah. before the show that Annie just did not have a voice. She was she, she was holding out hope that she could get in there yeah. and come in, and it just wasn't working. She was planning on coming in, but uh, apparently when she called in and to tell Trisha or somebody yeah. that she was having trouble, she couldn't say that she was having trouble, and that indicated to Trisha that there was trouble. I think this is trouble, yeah. <laughs> well, it says, says Annie on my caller ID. But there's nobody there. Annie there. Is but this, it sounds like RFK. It's a, it's a whisper, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, so the team is filling in. That's what's going on today. We're watching the temperatures for you. We've dropped about six or seven degrees since the start of the show already, and that's just going to keep happening throughout the show. I'm just fascinated by it. I, I just think that this is a fun thing to do to watch this cold front move through for some reason. Uh, I'll just keep giving you the updates as I see them. So this is a segment that we have never done before. And I think maybe today was supposed to be the first time we did it mm -hmm. in the one o'clock hour. So not my idea. I think this is something this is, that this was something that Annie wanted me to start. Doing. Annie and you had put together. We're still going to do it. Um, and so I get to say that I did the first one, which is cool. This is called What Did I Miss? Now, give me the, the thesis of what you're looking to do. Here. So 
every day or every day I pull about 20 cuts of audio from this show and I would say maybe 60% of them end up on the cutting room floor. They just don't make the show. We run out of time, something goes wrong, Ryan, you derail us, whatever. And they might be clips that Annie has even sent to me that she's like, pull this, I want to use this today. And as the show goes on, we play it by feel and we see how uh, where we're going. And they just don't make the cut. So my Annie said, just start identifying like some significant cuts or some interesting cuts that we didn't play that we can then look at on Friday and go back and play them and discuss them. Okay, so we've got a handful of clips. I don't think that I've heard any of these, maybe one of them. Um, but we'll start with the one that was making the rounds throughout the week. Now, I did hear other people talking about this, and I think I saw the clip in my Twitter feed. I don't know that I actually listened to it, but here it is. I believe so. Well, <laughs> do you know the lyrics to this one? Where it's being sang? That is the USA junior hockey team singing the U.S. national anthem after defeating Sweden in the world championship. That's beautiful. It is beautiful, and that is why it went viral, is because these guys, now I said I saw the clip, but I don't know that I heard it. I think I was maybe in my car or somewhere where I couldn't turned on the sound and I saw the clip and I thought, oh, that looks nice. They're joined arm in arm and they're obviously they just won the championships. So they're all in a really good mood. Watching they're, the flag being raised. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it was just a neat clip. They're all very proud to be Americans. That is the story. <laughs> it's so refreshing though. It's it is. weird that that's weird because <laughs> yeah. that used to be, oh, of course that's what, that's what is happening because that's what you do. Right. There was nobody taking a knee. There was nobody protesting. There was not even anybody scowling or not yeah. or not singing or just it kind was of being pure like eh. elation. They were excited and they were singing the national anthem. God bless America. Heck yeah. I I got really nothing to add other than the fact that that's that shouldn't be so weird. I don't have nothing crazy to add except for St. Louis connection is that Jimmy Snuggerud, which was one of the best players mm -hmm. in this tournament um for uh Team USA. Um, was drafted by the Blues last season, so he uh, will be, you know, hopefully up in the next couple of years. He's still in college, but he was dominant at uh, the World Juniors. So, um, if anyone that paid attention to this, uh, he's going to be someone that's going to be fun to watch with the Blues here in a couple of years. Your source on that? Uh, me. Oh, really? <laughs> I was hoping it was Carl Middleman from the Morning Show, who I heard talking about that very same thing. Oh, really? Yeah, because he does. Blues sound mm -hmm. at the arena. So anytime a blues thing yeah. comes up, he's like, oh, let me give you this next For those of you that, that don't know, when the blues score and the horn sounds, that's Carl. Yes. And so, also, randomly, my cousin is the guy in the penalty box. Really? Nobody ever knew that until just now I just told you. All right. <laughs> All right. This segment is What Did I Miss? So let's go to the next one. This is John Fetterman. Again, I haven't heard this. Let's see what I missed. I would ask anyone, if anyone that believes in a ceasefire, I would just say, let's just... Let's call for Hamas to surrender and, and pull, put down their guns. And then that would end all of the misery and the killing and, and, and everything. Uh, you know, I believe to be on the right side for Israel on this. And I believe that we will never have peace or a stable two-state solution unless we destroy Hamas. Gosh, Brad, I'd almost put that in the category of why are we hearing this more again, <laughs> just like the national anthem. Yeah. John Fetterman is a different person now than he was when he was elected to Congress. 
There is almost no doubt about that. It's I don't I don't understand it. I don't know what's changed. I don't know if he got in there and go whoa or what if <laughs> float a, f- a theory out here because we can do this as Friday and it's fun. So this is just a wild conspiracy theory. Okay. What if John Fetterman was just lying about who he was before and this is who he's been the whole time? I, who knows? I mean, really, who knows? Because it is weekly that we're seeing stuff from him. It, the the one that I mentioned last week, I think when when Annie had come back from break. Mm-hmm. You and I had been here a little bit more than she had, and that might have fallen on a day that we were here that she wasn't. And we said, Annie, you, you, get, you, you saw the clip where he invited George Santos to call out his <laughs> colleague, awesome. Bob Menendez, in a cameo, right? right. And she goes, what? just like I said to you, just Ethan, what's your source on that? I said, CNN. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this actually happened, and you could get the cameo if you wanted to. He called, he, he paid George Santos on cameo, to do a cameo calling out Bob Menendez for b- bribery in the Senate. Well, he was he was he he's constantly calling out Bob M- Menendez. Yeah. He is 100% pro Israel. Hamas needs to go. If we want to have any sort of solution, Hamas needs to go. There's no move. like that clip there could have been Rand Paul. That clip could have been not, not Rand Paul's a bad example. Marco Rubio or any sort of, you know, yeah, Republican. And then not only that, whenever U.S. Steel was sold to Japan, he was all up in arms that America's oldest steel company was being sold to a foreign country. That's another one. I mean, he's in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, the one that I don't know that we've actually discussed on air is that he he says he's he went to Harvard, and he goes, yeah, but it used to not be so pinko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he said it's always been a little pinko, but nothing like now. Was, was Fetterman the one that was – Wearing the sweatpants. Uh-huh. To That's the guy. Maybe maybe more people need to be wearing sweatpants <laughs> on Capitol Hill. Yeah, sweatpants America. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, here's the next one. This is from Vivek Ramaswamy, and uh, Brad warned me about this one. <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. Let's listen to it. Next up, I'm going to make a prediction. You're actually going to see Ron DeSantis join Nikki Haley's ticket. He's going to be her VP. The whole game, it's hiding in plain sight. Whatever it takes, and this system will stop at nothing, and I mean nothing, to eliminate Donald Trump from contention. It's disgusting. But the same people who have said they're not going to actually take a principled stand against Trump's removal from the ballot, Haley and DeSantis are both in that category. Do the math, people. That's next up. Ron DeSantis is after Iowa. Everybody, including Chris Christie, apparently got a phone call from Ron DeSantis. Panicked was the word that Chris Christie used. This is the way the plot's going. Ron may not know this. Ron DeSantis may not know this. But that's what his donors are going to make him do. That's what's coming next. Ron DeSantis will become Nikki's VP. Whether or not Ron knows it, it's not really his choice. He's not the one in charge of that decision. Okay. DeSantis will drop out and become Nikki Haley's vice president. And DeSantis doesn't know it yet? I, I'm a, I'm a no. Yeah, I, I can't see that. I mean, Ron DeSantis went on. I, I don't remember if it was MSNBC or CNN. But they said, would you ever consider being Nikki Haley's VP? And he's like, that's ridiculous. I'd rather go back to Florida and finish out my term as governor. That dude will never be anybody's VP. He has thrown his hat into the ring in a way that stepping backward as a VP just wouldn't happen. Well, like if you just watch him, he is a leader. He is the he is used to being the guy. He couldn't handle being the guy under the guy. No, it's just not what he does. And I know there are people who are still holding out hope that DeSantis is Trump's VP. I think you're exactly right. I just don't know that he could do that at this point. It would be like Donald Trump being somebody's VP. Agreed. You, 
the the personalities in that sense are the same. They are the man. They want to be the guy. So is this something you think that Vivek then like? This is actually something he actually believes, or is this more so just tactic to say this and to get it out there? What's the what's the point? It's a good question. This is where this is where Vivek uh, Vivek dabbles. He likes to work on the fringe and the conspiracy theories and stuff like that. He will dip his toe into that every so often, and then he come back and he he also makes very good normal straight points. But then he's then he goes back out to that fringe edge and he's like, "Ooh, conspiracy theory, deep state. You know, this is a deep state." thing to get establishment thing to get Donald Trump out and they want those two to team up and get rid of him. The only way Ethan I could see this benefiting Vivek politically is if he's trying to tie DeSantis and Haley together as the establishment yep. to try to make a lane for himself. Right. Right now he's not really part of the discussion as somebody who could win. He's kind of been Trump like like the st- at the debates he has been Trump's stand-in. You're right. He's been the surrogate for Donald Trump being there in a way that has actually been pretty strong. Uh, he is so good out and about. Yes, he is. He, when he goes into interviews or just gets bombarded with a question when he's campaigning somewhere, man, that dude is nails. Mm-hmm. He is so good at answering the question that's not being asked. He's incredibly intelligent and he's quick witted. So he can pull it up like that. So. All right, this is What Did I Miss? Next one is one that I I genuinely have not heard anything about this, a reporter's joke about Trump being assassinated. Uh, Let's hear it. You know, the worst part is, even if he has his window open and he's hanging out of it, he'll be on the other side of (laughs) it. I mean, if he's driving, we've got a good shot. Yeah, if he's driving with the front window open. Yeah, or if it's a convertible. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. Like Boy, this is hard to hear. Like JFK. It's like a JFK. A <laughs> open... So this was a hot fight. Just like they told JFK, you know what you should do? You should take a convertible. There's the line. Yeah. It's so nice out Okay. So, so they were joking there about having a clean shot at Trump, and it kind of starts off with them talking. It's like, well, maybe if the window's down when he's driving away, we'd have a shot. And he says at the end— Yeah, maybe somebody should talk him into taking hey, the convertible. Hey, take the convertible like JFK. Yeah. Who is this? These are. This is a gaggle of press reporters outside of the New York courthouse when Trump was in there doing—I I think it was New York where he was filing his appeal. Oh. So this is—you would say that this is among the 96 percent of reporters— who tend to report negatively on Trump. Yeah, I would, I would say so. Not the know. 4%. You'd say maybe in the 4%. Uh, I, I tend to see the good in people, especially <laughs> especially when they're talking about assassinating a former president. You yeah. really do see the bright side then. <laughs> That's great. All right, last one before we get to the break. And by the way, ask me anything coming up next if you want to be thinking about a question and post that on our live stream. Here is Brian Kilmeade reporting on the New York City students forced out of their classrooms. So this morning outrage, outrage as New York City students are forced to stay home attending school remotely again to accommodate nearly 2,000 migrants being housed in their high school. So the migrants crisis costing New York City taxpayers at least $20 million a month, $6 billion a year coming up, that's what's expected, and set to hit $12 billion total by fiscal year 2025. I almost can't believe that story is real, that you would empty out a school and put illegal in, in immigrants the, in it. In the middle of the school year, mind you. So yeah, it's not summer. It's not the like, beginning of the second semester. This is the school is being used. We're going to empty it out, 
put illegal immigrants in it to sleep and live, I guess, mm-hmm. for who, who knows how long. Shelter them there, yeah. And then try to figure out where to put the kids for school? That's kind of, yeah, they're going to remote learning. This is amazing. I cannot believe that people are letting this happen. Uh, they won't be. I They won't be. I think you're going to see a big, like, like this is going to be the, the thing. And Jim Carafano has said this ever since uh, Biden reversed all the Trump border policies. The person that comes out and says they're all gone, we will deport every one of them, that is the person that will win. I understand, like, where people are saying, but you've got to be compassionate and these are people that are fleeing. This is true. Not all of them. Uh, the number that I heard today was there's something like 8 million illegal immigrants have come into the United States during the Biden administration. Mayorkas said to Brett Baer this week, <clears throat> without saying it, Brett Baer asking the question, and Mayorkas, of course, was like, well, yeah, but, but you know, 10 million. 10 million. 10, and that's what we know of of people in the nation. That's not the encounters, because some of those encounters result in somebody not coming into the country. Oh, wow. So the encounters are actually higher than that. Isn't that more than the population of Missouri? I think at this point, yes. It's more than the population of a lot of states and most major metro- met- metropolitan areas at this point. And the thing that people need to understand is that these problems, this isn't because Greg Abbott's sending busloads of migrants up there. The the uh, CB uh, Customs and Border Patrol, they were sending migrants to New York and to Chicago and to these other areas as well. Abbott has just added on top of those. This is just how many people have been coming in. Look, I'll conclude on this. I am never against somebody wanting to call for compassion in really almost any circumstance. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean I always agree with the call, but I'm fine with the call. Please always look for compassionate ways to do anything you can. Anything. But this has gotten so bad that the compassionate way of going about, whether it's DACA or something, you know, some sort of compromise, it just can't happen now. No. It is impossible for that to happen because of mismanagement and probably deliberate wrongdoing by the administration to invade the country. And I use that word deliberately because that's their, that's their goal, not the migrants' goal. That's right. their goal. And it's not compassionate to these migrants that are going and throwing into these makeshift shelters and whatever. You've been to the border. You've seen it. It's it's bad. It's bad for everybody, not just the migrants. It's bad for the towns. It's bad for the budgets. It's bad for everything. There is no—this has gotten so bad that over the last few months, polling has switched that more voters are concerned with this now than the economy. It's barely, economy's still way up there, but this one has risen very quick and it's not going to stop over the next, what, eight months, nine months that we've got here. Well, this is the Annie Fry Show. That's a new segment called What Did I Miss? I think we'll probably do that again. Kind of fun. Uh, It is 124 in St. Louis right now. Ask me anything coming up next. Let us know your questions. We'll look at those and read through those next here on the Annie Fry Show. Ryan Wiggins here, Brad Range, Ethan Hannafin. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're all filling in for Annie Fry today as she is, just doesn't have a voice. So we're filling in, doing the best we can here. Ask Me Anything is usually the segment we do right now. I just want to give you some fodder before we, t- we go into the sound, though, that Brad just told us that he's been looking at his muscles in the mirror and has now seen that he has some, some ripplage in his back. Back muscles. Back muscles. So if I'm just I'm just tossing that out there as as a topic for questions. If you haven't, you know, come up with one yet, and you want to <laughs> you want to ask one. about my back muscles. A- anything in that <laughs> arena is fine with me. But let's do ask me anything. You have to ask me nicely. Don't make me beg here. Ask me anything. All right, Ethan has been watching as your questions have come in on our live stream, and so we will start with our listener questions. Ethan, take it away. Yeah, before we get to our okay. first listener question, I want to know what the pose you make in the mirror when you look at your back <laughs> I do too. Is. That's what so I'm curious So I kind of pull my shoulders back, and like, you know, do the pinch with your shoulder blades, yeah. and then the arms go up like you're getting ready to flex. But you don't have to actually flex, flex. You just get your arms up in that position, and you flex in the mirror. You make- and you're facing the mirror, and then you turn at the waist. Okay. And you get that nice angle. So you're trying to turn fast enough that in the mirror you catch yourself. <laughs> like you turn. If you're, you go, if you're watching oh, I on myself. Oh, I caught it. There it was. If, if you're watching on stream, I'm going to demonstrate. It's okay. just like this right here. But you're, just- see, like right there when you did that, you kind of made a little face when you did the right here. Like. Are you making a? Are you yes. looking at yourself in the mirror like a thousand percent? Okay. You got to have the attitude. The muscles won't show up, and I got to try really hard to get it through that layer of insulation on my back. I don't like that you just flex. I want to think that you have multiple <laughs> mirrors set up around a room so you no, can see yourself. Not in yet. How many angles. though? But I'll tell you assuming? what. My, I don't know. Three or four, maybe. I was thinking three. See, those gym mirrors though at my gym are amazing. Mm. I, I was like, I, I don't look like that in real life. Please do that at the gym. <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't be the only one. Well, <laughs> are you kidding me? Well, segueing perfectly into that, how did the 2023 pull-up goal go? I just Brad? told you I got back muscles. Well, I this mean, is coming this, from, this is coming from their stream. This was so. pre-Ethan. Yeah. So was this was this a daily so, thing or what was uh, this? My goal for 2023 was to be able to do 10 pull-ups. I started 2023 being able to do zero pull-ups. And I ended 2023 being able to do 10 pull-ups. Look at you. It was 10 of the ugliest pull-ups. I mean, I was doing real good, uh-huh. and then I hurt my elbow about nine months into it, and mm-hmm. I had to take almost a month off, and that set me back. But I got 10 pull-ups in on December 31st. Wiggins, how many do you think you can do? Oh, probably near 100 or so. Um, I will it's, say, it's <laughs> not surprised. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, my six-year-old got a pull-up bar for Christmas. It's one of the main things he wanted. Although, if you ask him now, what'd you get for Christmas? 
he goes knives <laughs> and he's it's true he got a tool set that has like a box cutter in it that we didn't know was in there <laughs> and some other kind of sharp things he loves building he loves tools and so he he's like oh sweet this is full of knives and we're like what <laughs> So we, we had to confiscate a few things, but he still says, well, I got knives for Christmas, um, but he also got a pull-up bar. And so he, super cute, he goes down every morning before school and he goes, oh, I got to do my pull-ups. <laughs> so he goes down there and does 10 pull-ups. He can do six, them? Six years old. Yeah, he does them. Oh, that's the way to go, though. The child protective services about the knives thing? I, not yet. <laughs> but yeah, now he just that said that public, on the air. <laughs> yeah, that'll be this afternoon. One of the guys, one of the trainers at my gym, he, we, Terry and I went to the gym one night, and he had this area cordoned off, and he was doing a world record attempt of most pull-ups in... 24 hours and so i saw yes. oh, this was in the metro east yes. wasn't it yeah yeah i saw him the other day and i asked him i was like did you get that record he's like yeah i was like what was your final total and it was like nine thousand eight hundred pull-ups the, the, the guy was like 19 yeah right? which that is, is the insane. perfect age Jacked for that out of his mind you gotta be huge but not heavy he wasn't he was just cut up and i would say he was probably about five foot eight tall and maybe 165 pounds of just lean muscle. He's I wonder what, American Ninja Warrior. Wonder what the most he had done before that was. Like, I to, don't know. like, how do you train for doing that many? Nine thousand something pull-ups in one hour. No, 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 twenty-four hours. In, uh, sorry, yeah, that's what I meant. Twenty-four hours. So the way it worked was, is he would he would do five pull-ups and then take a ten-second break, and then five pull-ups and do a ten-second break, and then five pull-ups and do a ten-second break. So he scheduled this out so that he could do this, and then he had longer breaks where he would, you know, eat or sleep or whatever, but not long. And he live streamed the whole thing on Twitch. Was a representative of Guinness Book of World Records there or involved I, somehow? I, maybe. There was a bunch of people standing around watching him. It's possible one of those people were that were them. Because you're not I, the only person I've heard that from. Yeah, it was wild. Throughout, they, had whole, they had a whole area like taped off, though, Yeah, they, they? they had yeah. it cordoned off, and there were You've people You've heard there about watching. this, too. I've watched. I saw like a clip or a video of it somewhere. I don't this know. This is like, like St. Louis news that nobody's mentioned, because yeah. everybody I know knows that this happened. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, it was super cool. Oh, I think so. Hey, guys. Next question. Hunter needs our help. Okay. Uh, in <laughs> very depressing news, he is turning 30, and he's curious of how he should celebrate. And the only idea, this is the really sad part, the only idea he has so far is that he's currently considering crying in the shower, but he needs some more ideas. So, you know, <laughs> we have a couple of experts in the room on this topic. So I figured that this is an area that you guys could really be of some assistance to Hunter. Ask me. Well, with uh, with turning 30, I can tell you what I actually did and what I recommend that he does. I recommend getting a cake for yourself, even if nobody's going to be around, and then uh, just do that in the shower. Like that, <laughs> that always sounded kind of fun. Like just bring like a full meal in the shower and just let it, you know, just go into your mouth as it, <laughs> it kind of goes around in the bath. Um, what are you What are you playing? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Had a bad day. Gotcha. What I actually did for my 30th birthday was a sport in St. Louis. It's called Whirly Ball. Ever heard of it? Nope. It is, I guess, kind of lacrosse in bumper cars. So it was a bumper car place. Oh, that sounds like fun. And you got, and I, it may still exist. It may not. I don't know. Because the last time I suggested to my friends, two of them go, ah, my back. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're at that age now. It sounds so kind of like So like, like, were you throwing it at, at a, like a backboard of a basketball yep. hoop? Exactly. Uh, that was out in St. Charles. We played that. They called it Demolition Ball. Demolition Ball. Say- yes, that's that's what it was in St. Louis because in Chicago it was Whirly Ball. Okay. And I was in Chicago. That's right. That's what it was. Yeah, that's a blast. Same sport. Same exact thing. 
Hey, Andrew, it's not that bad, man. I disagree. It's, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's going to be okay, buddy. Yeah, you'll be okay. Don't cry in the shower. As a matter of fact, or, did I say Andrew? Hunter. Don't don't be sad. Just go enjoy it. Actually, I would say I peaked in my 30s. So This reminds me of the fantasy football commercials. Remember that when this would play in the background <laughs> for like the losers, like we're there for you. And it's like he's like in the shower, like banging his head against I the wall. I do remember that like, commercial. You got any more from listeners? Yeah, we got uh, we got one more from listeners right now. Be sure to send those in on the YouTube live chat. This is a good one. We can go a while with this one though if we need to. What are your guys' biggest pet peeves? Okay. My wife's in school, so she won't hear this. <laughs> so when my wife begins to cook or do anything in the kitchen, not only does she not think through the aftermath of whatever it is, it's like she's creating art. She gets stuff everywhere, but it's all for the meal. So she'll create an incredible meal, but she has not thought through anything after the point of eating the meal. And then it takes an hour to clean up after whatever the prep was. When if you put a little bit of extra work into the pre-prep, mm -hmm. then you'd only spend five, ten minutes doing the post. But she's like, she goes nuts. The cabinets are all open. There's stuff everywhere when she makes a meal. That is a huge pet peeve because it's so avoidable. But it's like, I can't tell her that because this is her no, canvas. No, you cannot. <laughs> because she's going... Well, I'm just trying to make a great meal for everybody. Right, she's a peacock. You gotta let her fly. I, I guess <laughs> I, that's the approach I've taken. So I've never said anything about it, but I will be like, "Oh man, there's a lot of, a lot of flour all over the oven for some reason." I guess. Wonder how that got there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, little she's, passive aggressive. And she's comments. probably like, "I wonder how this phenomenal meal got in your stomach." That's so why I, I don't do it very yeah. much because it's hard. Because yeah. she's got that as a trump card. Yeah, it's true. Brad. Uh, a lot of my pet peeves are driving, and we could be here all day if I would talk about some of these driving pet peeves that I have, you know, driving slow in the fast lane, all that other fun stuff. But, like, one of the things that really, like, grates on me is if I offer to do something nice for somebody, that person then thinking they're entitled to my time and expecting me to adjust my schedule to fit their schedule. Like, if somebody offers to do something for me, especially if it's something that I can't do on my own, uh, work like, if, if I offer to help somebody work on their car or something like that, you're going to adjust your schedule to my schedule because I'm fitting it in and I'm doing this as as a service to you. To call me or text me and be like, you're breaking your promise to me. And, Ooh. you know, at that point, it's like, deal's off. I'm not doing it anymore. Ooh, and that I'll sounds leave, like I'll this has happened. It, it has. And it was bad and it was a blowout. And I was like, listen, here, I'm doing this as a favor to you. I don't owe this to you. Now you can go pay a mechanic to do this. Ooh. I'm done. He went off. Love it, Brad. Um, you got. I need your opinion on this. Is this a pet peeve? Because it's something that people re really like can't control. But like, if I'm like in the same room as someone, like going to sleep, like if we're on like vacation with family or like in a hotel or for the night or something like that, and like someone falls asleep before me and they snore, I'm <laughs> I am screwed because I'm like. I, just, I cannot sleep with people snoring. That's a pet snoring. peeve. That's a pet peeve. So my, I have a pet peeve then of people snoring. Or do you just try snoring. to go to sleep first? Yes, I try to, but that's the thing. is like I'm a night owl. I'm you know, normally going to be on my phone like at least for a little while before bed. So it puts, me in a, it puts me in a tough spot. Is it any kind of snoring or is it just like... I can deal with loud. like the like the just like the heavy breathers, but when you got like the when you got people that are just full on like I'm I'm not gonna snore for the <laughs> sake of all the listeners out there right now on air, but like if you just get that 
deep in the throat like it's just it's the worst it's like i'm sitting here trying to sleep and all i can think about is you know it's it's just the yeah, worst it's, 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 it's hard it's it's so that's that's a big one for me last one i think we can sneak in here I, from Lori. you want to ask brad it was to, it was directed at brad Ooh, uh, uh yes uh where to go where to go there it is so brad uh, Lori's asking if someone from congress um has you come testify about the border would you do so i was there for a couple days i would be happy to talk to anybody about what i saw during those couple days i so yeah i guess so but I don't, I don't know what good it would do. I don't know why you would need Brad to do that. Yeah. You could almost have anybody in America testify to that. You're getting to that so point So what you're saying now. is Brad's not special. That's what I, exactly what I'm saying. Okay. That kind of always comes back to that for me. <laughs> but you, 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 you really could. I mean, Brad, the people that you met down there yeah. who were American citizens, yeah. they would be pretty good at testifying. Oh, my gosh. They told you stories and well, stuff. Well, the, the one guy that owned the property that was right on the border where he talked about how, like— he st- like these people would come across the river and then like when CB uh, Customs Border Patrol would come in, they they would like pick up a shovel or a hoe and pretend like they were part of the migrant or part of the workers that he had working on his facility. Wow. He's like, how do we fix that? And one guy's like, well, let's get uniforms. He said, so we put our people in uniforms. He said two days later, they were coming across in the same uniform no as my way. people. That's incredible. And then he also had somebody contact him and was like, hey, I think this was somebody from Customs and Border Patrol, contact him and said, hey, are you down at your your spot right now? He's like, no. Because to get to where he was, you actually had to cross through the wall because the wall isn't on the border completely. So he crossed. They, they said, because somebody dressed in a white T-shirt or a white button-up dress shirt and black slacks, which is what this guy always wore, driving a big black SUV like what this guy always drives, just went in there and loaded up a bunch of drugs and left. They're impersonating him. They're invading people's houses. The cartels are saying, you've got five minutes to get what you can get and get out. We need this house. In America. In America. These are U.S. citizens. I remember you saying, uh, maybe it was that same guy, who said that in the 70s, now he'd he'd owned that land for a long time, Mm -hmm. the 70s, early 80s, that you could kind of cross the border at leisure. Mm -hmm. And it's not as if... It's not as if Mexico was amazing in the 70s and 80s. Right. So that they were, oh, Mexico is fine. America is fine. It's not like things have changed. People still wanted to come here, but there just wasn't the same problem. And you could cross over and and kind of spend a day in Mexico. You could water ski on the Rio Grande and all that other stuff. And all that. And he said somewhere in the 90s, it changed to where you had a lot of illegal immigration. And the cartels. And the cartels. And it has never been the same. And that now it's just exponential. All the Mm -hmm. things that they've been dealing with for decades now is just exponentially worse than it's ever been before. All right. Well, thanks for those questions. Thanks, Lori, for that last question. Uh, That has been Ask Me Anything. We're going to take a short break. We are going to do X's and O's in the 2 o'clock hour still, as usual. Had the game all prepared. We're still going to do that. Trisha's going to come in. Ethan will play with us today. Uh, So it'll be kind of a Brad expert alone. We're going to really test Brad in this game. (laughs) Um, That's coming up at 2 o'clock. But we got one more segment before we get there. Stick around. This is the Annie Fry Show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is great. I get to watch other people screw up what I normally screw up. Great job, Ethan. <laughs> it wasn't the, it was just the, you're up. <laughs> like, that's what we said. We said, Ethan, 25 seconds. And you're like, oh, 25 seconds? No, I said, that's oh, way I in the said future. five seconds. Like, oh. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I thought you said five. Oh, that's, that's way ahead. That's 20 more seconds. And then it Come starts, on. and we're like, uh, Ethan, this is where hey, you Ethan. talk. <laughs> Which I do all the time. You know, I do it. Almost every day. Uh, My favorite is whenever, Ryan, whenever you key the mic, because for those of you who don't know, we've got like this, they call it the stack, and it's a computer program. There's Everything's color-coded. Well, the, there are a couple lives. Lives are usually, or ads are usually green. There are a couple of them that are black, which is also the same color as the stop set that stops the, the, the stack. <laughs> yeah. And Ryan will key up the mic and be like, the time is, oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that's an ad. <laughs> <laughs> it does happen. More often than not, we we forget that it's happening, and then yeah. we do exactly yeah. what Ethan just did and go, oh, i got to put my headphones on. <laughs> uh, this is the Annie Fry Show. I'm Ryan Wiggins, Brad Range, and Ethan Hannaford filling in today. Um, I'm going to play this. <laughs> I think this is safe for air. So, oh, man, I'm by the dump button. Yeah, please get ready. <laughs> this is something that Trump posted on his Truth Social today. It is a 30-second commercial, and I'll just tell you, that I think we won't be able to see this. It's lots of pictures of Joe Biden doing things. But you'll retweet it on your Twitter account. Yes, I will. I'll, I'll retweet it right now, right after I play the audio. Here you go. Are you going to play it? It's playing. <laughs> apparently, my computer is not. Heck of a commercial. Yeah, yeah. it's great, isn't it? Well, <clears throat> apparently, it's not going to play the audio. Uh, this is a commercial. I. It, the story here is not that the commercial is funny because it is funny. It's that Trump retweeted it. <laughs> it is a fake commercial that somebody made for sen- White House senior living. And it sounds exactly like an ad for a retirement home. <laughs> but it's got lots of pictures and you wouldn't have seen you wouldn't have seen this anyway. 
uh, of Joe Biden walking slowly <laughs> and around. eating food awkwardly. <laughs> and so I, I, I don't know why it's not playing the sound, but it does look like and sound like exactly one of those ads. And the fact that Trump is willing to do that, I, I don't know. It, it just amazes me. What was what was the tagline at the end? Something like where 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 our residents feel like presidents. <laughs> yes, something like that. So uh, you can I'll retweet that right now if you want to see it and hear it. Apparently, um, looking at the temperature here as we get close to two o'clock at twelve o nine, it was forty six degrees. Here at 151, it is 36 degrees. Have you ever gone to a point in your life where you wanted to be a meteorologist? No. My dad is too good at that. Okay. My dad is so into weather that he still, to this day, texts me almost every day what the weather's going to be like, even though it's on my phone. uh, He just loves it. My father-in-law was a meteorologist for the U.S. Air Force. What the heck? It's really interesting because he worked on several top-secret projects, and as you get farther away from these top-secret projects, they'll declassify them. One of these top secret projects, I was we were watching like the History Channel, and they were talking about how the spy satellites in the '60s would take pictures, but they didn't have digital technology, so they had to get the film to Earth somehow. And basically, they would drop them, and then they would have these planes that would fly with these big nets on front that would catch the film canisters because they didn't want them to hit, they didn't want Russia to get them, so they had to intercept them in midair. Jeez. My father-in-law looks at me, he goes, "Oh, I used to work on that. I my job was to present the weather to the flight." To you know, flight planners, so they know what type of weather to expect and when to drop these things. And he, his whole life, he worked on that. He couldn't say anything to anybody until they declassified it. Wow, that's crazy. No yeah. kidding. Well, it is gonna get cold. You know, it's dropped ten degrees in less than two hours, and it is gonna continue to drop. Mark Reardon is gonna take you through the evening. It is gonna be by ten o'clock tonight. Uh, well, let's say midnight. It'll be twenty degrees. And it's 36 right Ooh. now. It was it was 49 when I woke up, I think, this morning. Yeah, that yeah. is crazy. Yeah, it was 46 when we started the show, okay. 36 now. So it's moving through as we speak. I did pull up this article. We talked about it yesterday. One of the old man things that I do is I get concerned about pipes freezing now. Not just because I have a house, but because I also have a rental house and, and some other things. So it's not just mine. It's I'm thinking about all these different people, and I can't control what they do, but I hope that they do these tips. I'm going to run through a couple tips here for you, Ethan. Okay. This is for <laughs> me specifically. Yeah. Got it. So, so go home and do this. Okay. Uh, running a trickle of water from a faucet since moving water is much less likely to freeze. Are you aware of these? No. How long Pro- have you I been mean- living on your own? So, well, I live in a house uh, with a few guys from my church right now, so okay. I'm not on my own. Well, you are, you are. You're not living with your parents. Is my okay, well, okay, yes. Yeah. Um, but there's multiple people. Actually, I'm the second youngest in the house, too, so, like, I could also argue that the responsibility should be on them for these he, things, too. He's got, he's got house dads. <laughs> <laughs> right. This isn't, this isn't a frat house. <laughs> Or you got sponsors. Uh, I'm the youngest here. I don't know why you guys are expecting me to do this. Somebody leave a trickle of water. I'm going to bed. Yeah, I'll open the cabinets up. How long have you been living outside of your parents' house? Uh, three years-ish. Hopefully that's an okay question to ask you in public. Uh, three years. Okay, so, so I'm going to see if you've done any of these things. Okay. Then. You've, you've never left a trickle of water no. running from a faucet. Never heard of that. Uh, emptying cabinets below the kitchen and bathroom sinks and leaving the cabinet doors open so that the heat from your home can get to those pipes. Nope, never heard of that. You ever heard of that? Oh one? yeah, I we did both of those. Yeah, we I grew did up too. in I grew up in a mobile home and the the skirting isn't great insulation for the pipes. That oh yeah, mobile homes. So you got to yep. be really extra uh, cautious yep. about 
you know, freezing pipes. So my dad was all over that. <laughs> what's, sure. the, what's the temperature where it's like you need to do these things? I don't know if they're – I mean, obviously it's going to be a little bit more than 30 uh, – below yeah, 32. Yeah, below 32. Uh, but it would be even further than right, just well, I mean, 32. Yeah, you're not going to do it at 32. Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, I mean it's, it's when you're talking about temperatures, like we said, on Sunday, high of 10. Right. Yeah. So okay. the low is negative and you 3 watch, on Sunday. And you want to watch the wind blowing too because that yes. forces cold air into spots that it usually doesn't get to. Okay. It's, it's those outside walls. And especially, like you said, mobile homes. Mm-hmm. If you have pipes running underneath the mobile home that aren't insulated – those are especially prone to it. We did it. We did it. We were thinking about buying a mobile home for one of our rentals once, okay. and the inspector went through it. And the owner was standing with me, and the inspector walked by a couple times. I could tell he was trying to communicate something to me without telling the owner. Mm-hmm. And he he goes, he just walked by once, and he just shook his head in like tiny little. <laughs> little nods like, and I'm like, uh-oh, what's he finding? I wonder what he's meaning. And so finally he goes, okay, I'm just going to explain a couple things that I found to you. We're not done with the inspection yet, but what I did find is that um, when you take a shower, the water, it goes to the pipes underneath the house and then to nowhere. <laughs> like, it just dumped under the house. It just drained that gray water under the house. <laughs> I was like, Oh, yeah, that's a red flag. And he goes, the other question is, you ever have headaches? And the person was like, no. And he goes, because your carbon monoxide pipe goes right into the bedroom. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I think I've probably heard enough. I don't think we're going to get this one. So we backed out of that deal. Uh, Last one before we get to the top of the hour here. If your pipes do freeze, uh, this person says, don't try to thaw them yourself. That increases the risk of them bursting and of fire. He said you, you really should hire a professional if they do freeze to come unthaw them for you. So there you go. I learned some things today. Thank you. I know. You should be thanking me. Why am I saying thank you? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Almost top of the hour. Stick around. X's and O's is next. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.